0: At 7.31, NASPRO announced last year, September, that it plans to list uh, multi-choice separately on the JSE. Hilton Tarrant, who is a MoneyWeb contributor, has written an article on MoneyWeb titled The Bear and Bull Case for Multi-Choice. Intro to the article goes something like this. The bear case for multi-choice is fairly well understood and perhaps even accepted by the market. And the man himself joins us on the line. Hilton, perhaps let's start off by looking at the bear case for multi-choice. What does it look like?
1: Morning, Ms. Natasha. Well, uh, the bear case, uh, uh, as I argued in the article, and I mean, this is quite common when, when you are standing around the bride or out of drinks uh, with friends, um, is that people are deserting DSTV uh, in droves. Everyone you speak to has, uh, in inverted commas, cancelled their subscription um, in favor of Netflix. And that's that's pretty much the broad market perception of, of where DSTV, which is multi-choices, is. Uh, primary asset finds itself uh, in 2019
0: right when it comes to Netflix I mean a lot of people I talk to in fact I think everyone in the studio has a subscription to Netflix is Netflix really the big competition for Naspers or is it uh, or not even Naspers for multi-choice or is it a case where multi-choice has assets or parts of the business that sort of I suppose stand out against Netflix
1: well, it certainly is competition. I mean, if, if you look at uh, you know the, the the you know the core the core part of this this argument uh, that I put forward on on Friday, and that really revolves around attention. We've only got so many hours in a day. We've only got so many hours of those hours that we'll devote to to watching TV, whether that's DSTV catch up, whether that's normal linear TV uh, on DSTV, or whether it's something like Netflix. Uh, where, where young people typically binge uh, binge watch uh, you know, seasons of, of, of series over a weekend, so it certainly is competition. But what what one needs to ask is is whether Netflix is replacing DSTV or whether Netflix is additive. Um, so you know many people will have Netflix, but they'll still watch sport on DSTV, for example. Um, and and that, we're kind of seeing that trend play out, uh, MultiChoice itself has disclosed the number of premium subscribers that it has lost over the past two financial years and that number was 100,000 two years ago, last year they managed to narrow that to 40,000 um, and one can easily argue that that base is pretty stable right now, I mean if you were going to cancel, next, cancel the SUB in favor of something else, you've probably done so already.
0: All right and in terms of the uh i suppose dstv compact and the other one i mean they still have some good subscriber numbers there i'm assuming because if your premium numbers are not well they're dropping but not everybody is sort of running away from you know dstv to get netflix your market is still the the compact plus and those who have uh, i think access as well
1: exactly and it kind of mid-market and, and mass market which it turns i mean that's that's really almost 80% of the subscriber base. Uh, that's your DStv Compact, your DStv Access, your DStv Family. Uh, you know the lower end packages, and and as you correctly say, that is the portion of the market that is still growing. Um, the only part of the market that's, that is struggling is is that premium uh, segment, um, and overall subscriber numbers are growing. So I mean, DStv uh, at the end of uh, September last year had 7.2 million active subscribers. Uh, and that was 300,000 more than just six months before that. So that growth is still primarily in, in that kind of mid-market and, and mass market, uh, segment. And, and, you can kind of, kind of figure out exactly why that is. Because, you know, for something like Netflix, you're going to need access to Wi-Fi, um, probably an, an uncapped fiber connection at home, or else you're going to be spending a fair amount of, of disposable income each month, um, on, on mobile data. So, you know, at at 400 bucks a month or, you know, 385 rand a month for DSTV Compact, it's an awful lot of entertainment for for, for for that product.
0: But Multi-Choice isn't exactly sitting on the sidelines. I mean, they've been trying to push uh, people to get onto Showmax and DSTV now and start using the streaming services where you can literally watch um, any show from, you know, the comfort of your laptop without necessarily being home. So is that enough to still keep, uh, you know, keep them competitive especially when it comes to the titles that they have the movie titles because i do know that there are some rights that netflix doesn't have access to when it comes to movies but i've noticed uh dstv has those rights
1: yeah so dstv will always have uh you know very strong local rights because what they'll tend to do is tie up um the the tv rights with the digital rights uh for, for for a number of series and that's why uh, Netflix in South Africa probably has a or not probably, it, it definitely has a more limited catalog than, than Netflix in other regions. Uh, I think the mistake people make is thinking that Showmax and, and DSTV Now, which allows you to catch up uh, content uh, or watch live TV on the go, um, are, are offensive moves, where I would argue very strongly that they are very much offensive moves and are designed and, and put in place to kind of keep um, its existing scri- subscriber base um, happy. Um, and that's, that's really the lens that one needs to look at this through. Um, as, as you say, the catalogue is not, is not enormous. Um, you know, uh, Showmax has a, a handful of original content that it's produced, uh, whereas, you know, Netflix, we all know, has got hundreds and hundreds of original titles. Uh, but I think, the, you know, the, the core value um, in something like Showmax is that it has, you know, all the local content that that, uh, Multi-Choice spends billions on each year.
0: And in terms of the regulatory scrutiny that uh, Multi-Choice is facing, what does it entail?
1: So, I mean, there are questions being asked by the regulatory caster about things like exclusive sports rights. Uh, We saw an extension um, regarding submissions uh, in in recent weeks, and and all the broadcasters are kind of looking at this very carefully and, and obviously have to submit um, their points of view to, to ICASA. Uh, you know, exclusive sports rights, the model is quite well understood globally. Um, and and for, you know, a regulator to try and look at sports rights and, and try and enable, um, you know, uh, sporting matches or sporting codes to be available on free-to-air TV, I mean, the model just breaks down. Um, you know, multi-choice will be the first to admit that it spends, you know, Billions, hundreds of billions, um, every few years on on developing sport and creating sports product um, across the continent, not just uh, here in South Africa, and you know that that, that all stands, or, or that all is at risk um, with with the kind of um, effort that DECAS is um, trying to make here around around regulating that exclusivity, and you know there are there are other question marks around whether. Um, these two things should be in the same business. So should should multi choice and DSTV as well as SuperSport all be in the same business, or should SuperSport be set up separately, um, and you know allowing all sorts of broadcasters um, or you know uh, an entity like Netflix to, to actually you know bid for those rights and and you know in effect try and stimulate competition in that market.
0: Right. Hilton, we'll have to leave it there. That's Hilton Tarrant, who's a MoneyWeb contributor. You can find his article on the MoneyWeb uh, site. It is titled The Bear and Bull Case for Multi-Choice. Are really hundreds and billions. That's a lot of money on sports and you are loving it. So here's the question. Do you have Netflix as an add-on and is it... The only reason that you have it as an add on is because you can't separate yourself from sports. Meaning that the only reason yep. you turn your DSTV TV yep. on is for sports. Yep. So during the weekend, my TV actually does not leave channels 200 to 211. Oh, so between 200 and 211, like my remote does not move even when friends come over, we're watching something along those lines during the week, we can fluff about <laughs> and find something else. But weekend, my TV is not moving off that dial. All right, let's have a look at traffic.